You can open it to the book of 1 John chapter 3. This morning, as we take communion together, I hope to set our attention appropriately on the reality of how horrible and how tragic what Jesus bore on the cross was in his taking upon himself our sin. And as a result of this, I hope that we grow in our love and our appreciation for God, thus having a greater distaste for sin. We're going to let 1 John 3 verse 5 aid us in this. 1 John 3, 5 really sets forth the purpose for which Christ entered the world. And it was this. It was to take away sins. Look at 1 John 3, verse 5 with me. It reads, You know that he appeared in order to take away sins. And in him there is no sin. One small verse that contains a truth that we will worship for all time, for all eternity. We will rejoice in this reality that Jesus appeared for the purpose of taking away sins. Christ appeared. He came to the earth for the primary purpose of taking away sins. And Jesus came to earth to take away sins, plural. Jesus did not come to take away a concept called sin, an idea of sin. Jesus was the sinless one and he came to take away the specific sins of everyone who would believe upon him for all time. And as the sinless son went to the cross, the father transferred all of our sins to Jesus Christ upon the cross. And he bore the weight and the shame and the guilt and the pollution of all of our sins. And in him there is no sin. Do you see that also in verse 5? He himself was completely pure. He was completely holy. Yet in his taking away of sins, he became guilty before God. Not because of his own sin, but because he took the sin of all who would believe upon him. And you see, it's important that we understand that we remember that God did not merely write off our debt. He did not just act as if our sins never occurred. God did not sweep our sins under the rug. God did not look the other way. God acted and God dealt with our sins. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, God dealt with your sin in a very real, in a very specific way. As Jesus hung on the cross with his body beaten and battered and his blood being shed, God transferred the sins of all who would believe to the Lord Jesus and made him to become sin on our behalf. So you see, there's a lot packed into the small phrase, Jesus came, he appeared in order to take away sins. There was much involved in his taking away of sins. Jesus, who had never had one sin charged to his account, had ours charged to his account. Yet at the cross, Jesus bore our condemnation so that those who were in Christ are no longer condemned. 
He bore our sin and he became guilty under the law before God. And only Jesus could do this. Either our sin was to be on us or it was to be on him. You see, your sins will be punished. My sins will be punished. They will be dealt with. Everyone. And our sins are either to be on us or they were on Christ. And all that is involved for that great transfer to take place is that one has placed their faith, their trust in Jesus Christ and has repented. They have forsaken living for themselves and they have turned to God as their new master. Faith and repentance and God grants this generously. He is a faithful God. He is a loving God. And this thought about what God has done through his son, it should be a sobering reality if we're thinking of these things rightly. That every single sin you have ever committed was punished and Jesus bore that punishment. Every thought of unbelief. Not only every act of selfishness, but every selfish thought. And all of our rebellion, all of our disobedience, all of our wrongdoings, all of our evil thoughts, all of our impure ambitions, all of our self-centered motives, all of our idolatry, all of our violence, all of our dishonoring of parents, all of our stealing and lying and hating and lusting and coveting, all of this and more was taken away by Jesus. He took them away. Yet he did not simply take them away like a trash man picking up garbage and simply transferring it from a can into his truck. He bore it all as he became sin and suffered the consequences of sin for us. He suffered under the wrath of God for us. He suffered separation from God for us. He suffered shame before God for our sins. He suffered death He suffered judgment and oppression and rejection from God for us. This is our Savior. And this is why when we talk about Jesus, we talk about the forgiveness of sins, we call it the gospel. Because listen, there is no better news than that Jesus took away your sins. No better news than that. That's the pinnacle. The question that we need to think on this morning is, are we rightly impressed by what Jesus has done? And are we remembering rightly what Jesus has accomplished? This is why John can make the case for the child of God to no longer continue in habitual sin. He does that throughout the book of 1 John, right? In light of this, why would you ever continue to sin as if sin didn't matter? Sin mattered. So much so that Jesus came to take it away. The cost was high. It was his own blood. I want to encourage you to think on this question. Is there sin in your life that you don't have a distaste for? Is there sin in your life that this morning you have been content to just continue in? If so, 
begin the process of repentance? Is there sin in your life that you're content to not fight against? If so, remember this morning Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. The men are going to come in a moment and they're going to hand out a small cracker and and a, a small cup of juice and We know from scripture that the the bread or the cracker is to represent Jesus' body. These are helpful aids for us to remember rightly what Christ did on the cross. And so as you take that cracker, remember Christ's body that was crushed. And remember his blood that was shed. And rejoice in these things. And as I said a moment ago, if there's sin in your life that you have not dealt with, deal with it now. Confess it to God. And take and remember The great sacrifice and love of your Savior. If you're not a believer, then I would plead with you to repent. Remember now Christ's body as you've heard it explained to you now. And remember his blood and and take these elements with us. All you have to be as a believer to do these things is it's a remembrance. We're remembering these things that Jesus did. So I would plead with you, if you do not know Jesus as your Savior, turn to him. This indeed is good news, and you need this news, and you need to have your sins taken away. And Christ offers that. If you won't, I encourage you, find somebody in this church, any person who's a follower of Jesus, I am confident, would love to talk to you about the gospel. Love to talk to you about Jesus. The men are going to come and they're going to serve the bread and the cup. As your heart is prepared, take those on your own. And then I will pray uh, with us together in just a few moments.